Welcome to The Word for Today, featuring the Bible teaching of Pastor Chuck Smith, founder of the Calvary Chapel Movement. This radio program is a verse-by-verse study through the entire Bible. And on today's edition of The Word for Today, Pastor Chuck continues with the Tree of Life as we pick up in Revelation chapter 22, verse 1. Now with today's message, here's Pastor Chuck. And he showed me a pure river. (laughs) You know it's got to be a new heaven and a new earth. We don't exist here anymore. He showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and out of the and of the Lamb. And in the midst of the street of it, on either side of the river, there was the tree of life, which bore twelve manner of fruits, and yielded her fruit every month. So you have a an interesting kind of a tree here. And of course, again, you know, we've been fooling around genetically with, with trees and plants, and we've been able to do a lot of interesting thing with genetic uh, uh, manipulation of, of plants and trees, created different types of hybrids and different kinds of resistances and so forth. In fact, they've, they've created a tomato plant now in Israel at the uh, Beersheba uh, University, a tomato plant that you can irrigate with uh, seawater. Uh, you don't get salted tomatoes, uh, <laughs> but uh, they do. And but who knows? Maybe they'll be able to develop that in time, where you, you, the tomato would already be salted. You know, when you uh, get it. But they are irrigating tomato plants now with uh, Mediterranean uh, seawater, and. Uh, they're they're doing a lot of things with the genetic uh, codes in, of course, and. It's great what man has been able to do, messing around the genetic codes of, of some of the plants and some of the trees. When I was a kid, we lived on North Broadway Street here in Santa Ana. And we had a tree that had both navel and Valencia oranges growing on it, as well as grapefruit and lemons. So we could, you know, during part of the year, pick the Valencia oranges. During the winter months, pick the navel oranges. And in the meantime, eat the grapefruit and and have lemonade. And it was just a thing of grafting, you know, into the basic root system, the various types of citrus fruit. And, And now you can buy some trees that have peaches and nectarines on them, you know. And uh, it's interesting. They're doing a lot of interesting things. With, but now God's going to have a tree that's going to have 12 different kinds of fruit, and every month the fruit will be ripe. That's going to be a neat tree. I, I, I'm such a fruit lover anyhow that I'm going to see if I can get a few of those planted in my yard. <laughs> and the leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nations. So there will be a medicinal value in the leaves of the tree. There shall be no more curse. The earth, you remember, was cursed as a result of sin. Cursed be the ground, thorns and thistles shall it bring forth. Cursed be man, by the sweat of the brow shall he earn his bread and so forth. There will be no more curse. But the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it. And his servants shall serve him. 
And they shall see his face. Blessed are the pure in heart, Jesus said, for they shall see God. They shall see his face, and his name shall be in their foreheads. And there shall be no night there, no need for candles or light of the sun, for the Lord God gives them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. Hard to believe, isn't it? That's why he immediately said, and he said unto me, these sayings are faithful and true. <laughs> Woo, you know, it sounds too good to be true. It sounds just, you know, wow. And, and so the Lord affirms, hey, these are true and faithful sayings. Again, the affirmation of the truth of what God is declaring for your skeptical mind that finds it hard to believe that God should do such a thing for us for we are so unworthy and undeserving that we should reign forever and ever in his glorious new kingdom and new world and new age. And so the Lord assures you these are true and faithful sayings. The Lord God of the holy prophets sent his angel to show unto his servants the things which must shortly be done. Behold, the Lord is talking here to John now. I come quickly. Blessed is he that keeps the sayings of the prophecy of this book. Now I, John, saw these things. I heard them. When I heard them and seen, I fell down to worship before the feet of the angel which showed me, he did this a little earlier, remember, and the angel said, stand up, don't do that. But John is overwhelmed again. I mean, just wiped out, overwhelmed. And the guy tells him all this stuff, and he falls down at his feet again to worship him. And the angel said, hey, don't do that, for I am your fellow servant of the brethren, the prophets, of those that keep the sayings of this book. Worship God again. John making the mistake that man so often makes, worshiping the instrument of God. Don't do that. Worship God. And he said unto me, Seal not the sayings of the prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand. Now, you remember when he talked to Daniel, he said, Seal up those things, don't write them. They are for the end. In the last days, you know, knowledge will be increased. So seal them up and just put them, and, you know, there will be a time when they'll be unsealed and understood but they're not for you, Daniel. Now, with John, he said, don't seal the book. Leave it open because things are going to start working out. Now, the interesting thing is that so many people look at Revelation as though it were a sealed book. They say, oh, that's sort of a sealed book. You don't want to get into that. You know, no one can understand that. Well, uh, it's because they don't attempt to or they attempt to spiritualize the meanings. And if you do that, then it becomes meaningless. So if you just read it and say, wow, you know, and accept it as it is, not adding to it or taking away, you have no problems. It's only when you try to spiritualize everything in it and uh, give everything some kind of a uh, weird meaning that it becomes a difficult book to understand. So don't seal the sayings of the prophecy of this book. The time is at hand. He that is unjust... Let him be unjust still. He which is filthy, let him be filthy still. He that is righteous, let him be righteous still. He that is holy, let him be holy still. And behold, again, 
The Lord is talking. He said, I come quickly and my reward is with me to give every man according as his work shall be. Now, as a child of God, I will not be judged for my sins. That's all been covered by Jesus Christ. As a child of God, the gift of eternal life is just that. It's God's gift to me. I cannot earn it. I do not deserve it. It's a gift of God. By grace are you saved through faith, that not of yourself. It is a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. However, God is going to reward me according to the works that I do. There will be degrees of rewards in heaven. Now, as far as eternal life, that's God's gift. I can't deserve that or earn that. I don't deserve it. That's a gift of God to me for my faith in Jesus Christ, faith alone. That's the only basis upon which this gift is predicated, and God gave me the faith to believe. However, now that I believe, I want to serve God, and I offer myself to God to serve Him, and the works that I do for God I will be rewarded for those works that are done out of pure motivation. Now, there are a lot of works that people do that there will be no reward. If your work is just for a big show, to just, you know, be known among people as, oh, man, he's just really a holy Joe, you know, and all. And you do things that, to give them that kind of a feeling, you know, you, 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 you learn to close your eyes at the proper time and fold your hands and you learn to talk in such a way that uh, sort of oozes of, of righteousness and spirituality, you know, so that people, uh, they can just talk to you and know that you walk close to God. Well, that kind of stuff is junky and it's no reward for that. Jesus said that, take heed that you do not your righteousness before men to be seen of men because then you have your reward. So when you pray, don't go out on the street corner and do a big thing that everybody goes by and says, what's happening? Oh, he's praying, you know, he's a spiritual man. <laughs> go in your closet, shut the door, talk to your father who sees in secret. He'll reward you openly. When you give, don't make a big to-do over it. Don't play the hallelujah chorus and do cartwheels. <laughs> Learn to do things without drawing attention to yourself. Let your light so shine before men that when they see your good works, they glorify your Father which is in heaven. Because we will be rewarded according to those works that have right motivation. Now, uh, Jesus said, if we do our works to be seen of men, then we have our reward now. So be careful about that. There's a, there's a real danger, subtle danger there. So I'm coming quickly. My rewards are with me. I'm going to reward every man according to his work. You remember the one who received the five talents? He brought them and said, Lord, you gave me five, and I increased them, and I now have ten. Oh, good job. I'm going to make you ruler over ten cities. Enter into the joy of the Lord. Lord, you gave me four talents. I went out and, you know, used them, and I have eight. All right, good work. You know, make you ruler over eight cities. Hey, Lord, I know you're an austere man. You know, you like to reap where you didn't sow and so forth. So I knew how you were about, you know, the, the money that you distributed. So I took and buried it, and here it is, Lord. I've 
dug it up and got it out of the napkin and it's all preserved. You can have it back again. Not so good. No reward. I'm coming quickly. My reward is with me. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Now, these words were declared of God the Father in chapter 1. Here, Jesus is talking to John, and he is declaring the same thing. Blessed are they that do his commandments, that they may have the right to the tree of life and may enter in through the gates into the city. Jesus said, I am the door to the sheepfold. For without are dogs, drug abusers, whoremongers, murderers, idolaters, and whosoever loves and makes a lie. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. So this is for the churches. The Lord sent it for the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright and the morning star and the spirit and the bride say come. God's invitation to you to come and to share in the glories of his eternal kingdom and let him that heareth say come. Come, Lord Jesus, establish your kingdom. Let him that is a thirst come. And whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. It's open, it's available. Help yourself. For I testify unto every man that hears the word of the prophecy of this book. If any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. And if any man shall take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. I cannot imagine the audacity of man to mess around with the book of Revelation with a warning like that or or to try to read something into it or read something out of it. I cannot imagine such audacity. That's why I take the book literally, even though I may not understand all of it. I take it literally and I teach it literally because I don't want to be guilty of adding to or taking away. I'd rather be wrong in my literal interpretation of the book than to be wrong and add to the book by spiritualizing or take away from it by spiritualizing. In other words, This book is not to be messed with, just to be believed and practiced. Blessed are they who read, who hear, and who practice the words of this prophecy, putting them into practice in their life. And so that's what it's for, to be read, to be heard, and to be put into practice, not to be argued with or, uh, you know, disputed over or whatever. He which testifies these things saith, Surely I come quickly. And John responds, so be it, even so come, Lord Jesus. Peter said, in the last days, there will be scoffers that will come along saying, ah, where is the promise of his coming? Since our fathers have fallen asleep, everything has gone on as it was from the beginning. You know, God stepped out. Foolish. Jesus coming again. Foolishness. Where is the promise? You know, 
Things are just going to go on and on and on. You know, there's not going to be any interruption in history. But Peter said, God isn't slack concerning his promises. That is the promise of the coming, as some men count slackness. He's faithful to our words. But he said, you need to consider that one day is as a thousand years to the Lord, and a thousand years is one day. We say, oh, it's been almost 2,000 years. The Lord says, well, it's been almost a couple days. Guess we better get back. Behold, I come quickly. How quickly is he coming for you? We don't know, do we? But I do believe that the time of the return of Jesus Christ is very, very near. There is an indication in Hosea that for two days Israel will be as dead, but in the third day, God will revive them and they will live before him. Again, the thousand years to a day and a day is a thousand years. For 2,000 years, Israel was like dead. But now they have revived. The prophecy of Hosea is fulfilled. And so I do believe that the day of the Lord is at hand. And I would, John, respond, Amen, even so, come, Lord Jesus. Oh, how my heart yearns for the Lord to come and the establishing of his kingdom. How I desire to see the new world, the new age, with Jesus reigning as king and Lord. John's final parting words in the closing words of the Bible, how appropriate the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all, so be it. Ah, isn't that beautiful? What a glorious way to end this glorious book. Just the bequest of God's grace or the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ upon you. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ rest or be upon or be with all of you, so be it. Shall we pray? Lord, we thank you for your grace, and by grace we will be able to participate in the glorious inheritance of the saints in light. Thank you, Lord, that you've delivered us from the power of darkness, taken the rebellion out of our hearts, and given us a heart of love, heart of commitment, heart of faith. Lord, we want to serve you because we love you. And we thank you, Lord, for that hope that you have given to us of the new world, the new age, where righteousness shall reign. And Jesus shall reign where'er the sun doth their successive journeys run. Even so, come quickly, Lord Jesus. Amen. We'll return with more of our verse-by-verse Bible study in the book of Genesis on our next broadcast as Pastor Chuck continues to teach through the Bible. And we do hope you'll make plans to join us. But right now, if you'd like to order a copy of today's message, Simply order Revelation 22 when visiting thewordfortoday.org. And while you're there, be sure to browse the many additional biblical resources by Pastor Chuck. 
You can also subscribe to the Word for Today podcast or sign up for our email subscription. Once again, that's thewordfortoday.org. For those of you wishing to call, our toll-free number is 1-800-272-WORD, and our office hours are Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Pacific Time. Again, that's 1-800-272-9673. If you prefer to write, our mailing address is The Word for Today, P.O. Box 8000, Costa Mesa, California, 92628. And now, on behalf of the Word for Today, we'd like to thank all of you who share in supporting this ministry with your prayers and financial support. And be sure to join us again next time as Pastor Chuck continues his verse-by-verse study through the Bible. That's right here on the next edition of The Word for Today. And now, once again, here's Pastor Chuck. Praise the Lord for His Word. A lamp unto our feet, a light unto our path, a power in our lives to keep us from sin. Life itself, for the entrance of thy word giveth life. How we need to walk in the light of God's word. I'm sort of excited about the possibility of starting all over again. Getting back into Genesis, where it all began, <laughs> and, and see how the Lord works from the beginning to the end. And now we've closed things out. We've entered on into the eons of the eternity future. The sun has disappeared, dissipated, gone. And in the ages to come, God is now revealing to us the exceeding richness of His love and mercy towards us in Christ. On out, forever and ever, with our Lord. So, we'll go back now, and we'll trace the rebellion of man from the beginning, its effect upon man, mankind, and God's patient dealing in love, long-suffering, as he draws forth his plan and draws man to his plan, that ultimately we might share with him that eternity in his kingdom of love and grace. So may the Lord be with you. And may the Lord bless you. And may he prepare your heart as we prepare to start through once more our glorious adventure, learning of him. This program has been sponsored by Calvary Chapel of Costa Mesa, California. The Word for Today is pleased to present a timely book entitled Philippians, a Bible study for women by Kay Smith, wife of Pastor Chuck. In times of hardship and doubt, are you filled with joy? If this less-than-perfect world has robbed you of joy and filled you instead with fear and worry, you must learn the secrets found in the book of Philippians. Join Kay as she discovers the Apostle Paul's top secrets to a life filled with joy, available to every Christian woman today. 
Sometimes in the deepest trials, God will so minister to us, or the Holy Spirit will so minister to us, that even in the deepest trials, we can have joy. And that's what we're trying to impress on the people's heart. We have joy just because we have Jesus. For more information on how to order your copy, visit us online at thewordfortoday.org or call toll-free at 1-800-272-WORD. That's 1-800-272-9673. And godliness with contentment is great gain.